What up? This is the Noob Dev Talks podcast. Once again, my name is Adam Not Cheese, aka Adam Reed. With me, as always, Jose Rivera. Today, we bring you a special guest. His name is Himanshu, and he's part of the founding team at Minos Labs. And we wanted to have him over today uh, to get some more info about Minos Labs and about himself. So, welcome, Himanshu. Thanks, guys. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> well, just to start it off, like really basic. Uh, we did see on your LinkedIn uh, that you have this thing where you volunteer for a Crohn's and a Colitis Foundation. You've been doing that for a while. Before we got anything too technical, I wanted to just go over that real quick. What do you do at the foundation? Yeah, so it's a foundation. It's close to my heart, right? I have uh, ulcerative colitis diagnosed mm. in like the fourth grade. Mm. So it's about high school through elementary school. I, I did their 5Ks and their like charity like events. So it's been just an ongoing kind of thing. I love to support the information, give back to the community there. Oh, wow. So whenever you, how has that kind of changed how everything kind of you deal with? So is it more of just like food wise or is it like a daily thing that you just have to overcome? A lot of food, right? I think the, the majority of the challenges came in elementary school, funnily mm -hmm. enough, right? It was missing school was tough when you're like 15 years old, 12 exactly. years old, that kind of thing. Right, as, as you get older, you learn to deal with it, cope with it. It's, it's mostly about planning ahead and organization, same as everything else. <laughs> so you're kind of forced to eat healthy then? Very much so. My, my <laughs> fitness pal is my best friend. <sighs> Well, just so we got that out of the way, I just wanted to make sure, I just wanted to know more about that. Now, both me and Jose, we know Minos Labs just through LinkedIn and some basic information that we saw when we applied, because we, luckily, for the others that don't know, me and Jose got accepted to like a little, to the six-week program for Minos Labs, so it's really cool, and we hope that this podcast kind of gives people a little more information on it as well. Uh, so just to be, just to get into Minos Labs a little bit, what was like the beginning stages for Minos Labs, how did you come across the idea for it? So Minos Labs, right, the way it started, Meyer, my co-founder, right, he's he's been my mentor for the last five years. Mm. So I used to visit his office right outside my college campus every single day, right? Just sit with him, talk to him, honestly, just ask him advice on how do I write a resume, how do I prepare <laughs> for interviews, that kind of thing. Yeah. I was never the only student that was in his office, right? We all had the same problems. Most of us were either IT grads or in computer science, cybersecurity. We were all asking the same questions. So the idea mm -hmm. was, okay, Meyer's already helping everyone here. How do we formalize it? How do we help more people get into the field and mm -hmm. get that first job? Wow, okay. So it's kind of like a... A solution to the problem that you guys were experiencing during during college absolutely right it's a the way that i viewed college at least writing a resume i never learned it my friends who are business students got so much more support there right all my friends were computer science students their github was their their lifeblood but writing a resume no one ever taught them wow. no i never taught them how to go through an interview the, the basics of what you would think is obvious it just it wasn't taught in college at least where i was Right. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of what the coop uh, kind of was born out of as well was this, you know, this boot camp grad issue of, of not having enough experience for, for the workforce. And that's, you know, how the coop came to be, you know, with boot camp grads and a boot camp instructor and stuff like that, that put it all together. So it's similar origins, you know, somewhat different fieldish, but uh, but yeah, from the same family. <laughs> 
Absolutely right. It's a, it's something we're seeing more and more often. The the mm -hmm. college degree is no longer the only thing you need. You need to have something else out there, either a boot camp, places like the Coop Minos Labs, get that practical experience to mm -hmm. get into the field. I mean, you guys, you guys had great timing. You started at the beginning of 2020 and the, the pandemic hit and you guys were already already there established. Yeah, honestly, for time, we got a bit lucky with the pandemic, as, <laughs> as terrible as it is to say that right. it was a good thing. It's we were, we were always digital, right? We were informal before we officially kicked off, but mm -hmm. we always ran it through Zoom. We always ran it through Slack. So we, we got lucky in that sense. We weren't scrambling at the beginning. And that's what I noticed when I was looking at it. I was like, there's no way it could have gotten more more like on time or like on the right moment for this to actually happen for like remote learning it's perfect i never really would have considered a remote course whenever i went to college i didn't even think i was like i need to be in the building but now it's like this just is so much easier no absolutely right it's a i'm someone who likes to be in an office mm -hmm. but even with that it's flexibility of remote work i didn't ever consider it right now i could go in the middle of the day go for a run go eat lunch somewhere right but not have to worry about getting back to my computer because i know i can stay on an extra hour later exactly it's beautiful it, it's <laughs> like you're not stuck to that you know nine to five They're like you have this work and you're at home you you have all day get it done when you get it done there's not like you're only working for a certain amount of the day yeah i i personally work better at night when everything's quiet <laughs> but um I also wanted to ask for people that are listening and don't know how Minos Labs operates. What what is the program that you guys are running? What's the process to get in and, and the process during the those six weeks? Uh, just so so people um, get a better understanding of it. We're gonna have a link to the applications and the LinkedIn page for Minos Labs so they can also access it through there. Absolutely right. So the general way Minos Labs works, right? We have clients that come to us looking to either onboard new team members or working on a big project they'll tell us what they're looking for we bake that into six weeks of training right we try to make it as practical as we can but it's the idea of it is it takes the place of a ramp up period that you mm -hmm. would normally see when you start a new job so yeah. everyone goes through the training right and the idea is that by the end of it you're ready to go hit the ground running on that active project or with that client mm -hmm. in terms of the application process right our goal was always make it as accessible as we can <laughs> so there's that initial technical like online assessment yeah we, we aim not to make it the most difficult thing in the world that's not the that's not the idea the, the idea is right if you have a baseline in development or cybersecurity, whether from college or a boot camp or your own self-learning we give everyone a shot right as long as you can keep up in the training then you're good to go everything else can be learned and that's what i saw whenever i first uh, did the assessment um because like personally i don't know java like I haven't spent too much time with Java and on the full stack, it was like Java and JavaScript uh, for the application. And I was like, well, Java, Java, but the internet has all the answers. You could find everything. And even though like it wouldn't be like exactly what we needed to do, you can break it down. Since you know JavaScript, you can look at Java and be like, okay, well, I know I can understand this. It's not that much different. It's just a, eh, it's a little finicky yeah no absolutely right the the idea is it should represent the real world right mm -hmm. you're never going to be on a job and someone tells you hey you can't look anything up <laughs> google is your best friend use it wherever you can that's 
the whole idea. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to see, because y'all been around for almost the full two years. Uh, what have you done to grow Minos Labs to like get more students, to get people like more interested? It's, it's been a lot of, of those advisor webinars, right? Mm -hmm. We run them for our students in the training, but we also open them up to anyone from the outside, right? So it's getting those CIOs, those CISOs, the ones who are helping our students gain the knowledge they need. Mm -hmm. They, they want to give back to the community as well. So we make those events as open as we can. We try to get them out to as many people as we can, right? I <laughs> love to talk about their experience, right? And hearing from someone 10 years deep in their career is invaluable advice for someone just starting out. Right. Everyone needs a mentor, and if it's an informal relationship, it's something. Um, I wanted to also ask, how have you guys, since you started, how have you changed the program, if you've changed it in any way, or how have you adapted now that you've had, you know, all these students that have gone through the program and have moved on? Have you changed any of, of the content in the program or the way that you have it structured or so on? Absolutely, right? So... We started, the whole goal was, was expand it, reach as many people as possible. But in essence, we started life off as a coding bootcamp. It was oh. going to be, it was, it was going to be technical skills 90% of the time with a little bit of interview prep. Yeah. We, we somewhat flipped that, right? It's people are coming from bootcamps. They're coming from a background of technology. I'll skill them there based on what clients are looking for. But then professional skills is at least in my experience, what college was lacking for me. No one ever taught me how to write a resume, prepare for an interview, even send a calendar invite was something I had to learn because I didn't know how to do it in the first. Right. It's, we, we like to focus on that professional skill just as much, if not more, than the technical skill. The hard skills can always be taught, but the, being able to hold a conversation is a skill that'll last you a lifetime. Being very good at small talk. Being very, very good. <laughs> Absolutely, right? The past year, every Zoom call starts off with, so how's, how's quarantine been treating you? Exactly. Oh, let's go on there. Manchu, what have you learned? What is a weird little hobby, if you picked up any, since the pandemic? I have played Kendama. It's a little wood toy. It's, the, it's a all in a cup, right? With the spike? Yeah, yeah. Got it, yeah. What, I... Anything for you? Have you done anything, you know, like... I'll do that, like woodworking or making leather wallets. <laughs> woodworking or making leather wallets, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. For the most part, my quarantine was spent. I ran a lot, tried to spend as much time outdoors, right? I'm a little bit of a boring person, but You'll I like worked on my juggling. I worked on my juggling. What? You juggle? I juggle. Wait, oh. are we talking like juggling balls or like the pins? Uh, tennis balls, but I light them on fire now. That's what, what I learned during quarantine. Wait, what? are you wearing gloves or something? Gloves, but then also if you if you're moving quick enough, it doesn't burn your hand what? as long as you drop them after like 10, 15 seconds. What? You're you're not a boring person. You're a risk taker. I know. I know. I can't juggle, let alone juggle flaming tennis balls. It's, it's something we teach in week three of the program. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, goodness. Now, I do want to ask, what is something that you want to evolve Minos Labs into or like a certain aspect of Minos Labs that you want to grow? I think it's the thing that I like most about Minos Labs, right, is the community of it, right? The Slack channels are always my favorite part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Seeing everyone work together on their projects or even just 
sending articles they found interesting. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is once everyone starts their roles or start on a project or a, re- a real job, essentially, they tend to drop out, right? So it's right. you get busy, you get caught up with life, that kind of thing. So I want to expand that community aspect of it, right? Keep our quote-unquote grads coming back, mm-hmm. right? talking to the new people going through the program, giving them advice or mentorship, build that community aspect of everything. And that's exactly what we do at the coop also like we it's very sparingly but we've noticed that also like graduating from a boot camp uh you know you have your friends at the boot camp and you're like yeah we'll do all these projects but then real life kicks in and it's like we just don't keep those connections unfortunately but uh i think having like these workforce accelerators really kind of brings people back in and you have that bond like with me and jose i never knew jose before the boot camp we're buds. Yeah, now, now look, you guys got a podcast together and everything, right? That that's that's keeping in contact. Yeah, yeah it's been it's been a long road. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I agree. We I mean we still keep in contact with I don't know a handful of people from the boot camp. Many of them are just because they joined the coop, um, which is what like two or three of them, mm-hmm. and we keep in touch with maybe one or two others. Uh, but they already got jobs, and again, yeah, they get busy, kind of get busy with their own stuff and continue on with their lives um but yeah i think that's a great idea to keep try to keep people in contact after they've, they've finished the program uh actually today we had uh patrick that came in uh, to the coop for a little bit just to talk and uh it was great seeing him and kind of catching up even if it was five ten minutes it's it's great to to have people come back and and you know kind of remember us or, or feel remembered you know <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely right. And this is like my view of the coop. Look from the outside looking in, right? I, I admire the culture of it. At least from my perspective, it seems like that community that I would love to emulate Eminos Labs. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely something. Since a few of us, <laughs> we've kind of we've all applied, uh, so we'll be bringing that to Minos Labs as well, hopefully, because there's enough of us coming over. <laughs> I'm excited to have you guys all there, right? It's the the thing with with culture and community and that whole thing, right? I was having this conversation with Mayur just the other day. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, right, like 10, 15 years ago, money was the biggest motivator for everyone. So you saw big banks just increasing salaries. That was the <laughs> the draw to top talent, right? It's like, right. all right, we'll give you a bonus at the end of the year. And right, you see places mm-hmm. like Google or Amazon with the perks, right? Google has nap pods, which no thanks. So I'd love to emulate that. No, I don't. I don't want to sleep in the office. I'll go home if I'm that tired. I'll just go home. I don't know. They want to keep you in the office, man. I don't know. Oh, but then that, that's that's the next thing, right? Right now, it's not about perks. It's about that culture and having mm-hmm. an actual work-life balance, which that's that's the community. That's the culture of it, right? It's having nap pods and ping pong tables is no longer the thing that's going to drive best developers in the industry. It's having a real balance between your work and your personal life. Mm-hmm. And I think that was triggered primarily by the pandemic. Yeah. Um, people people were staying home. And like, for example, I got my whole computer set up in my bedroom. Um, and, you know, there's like studies and stuff that say that you should have a separate room um, to separate like your work from your like sleeping place and stuff like that. And I think that over the course of this, you know, over a year and a half of pandemic that we've had, um, the focus has shifted to to having that balance and i think a lot of people 
have suffered mentally and physically this this sudden change in, in this work life. Um, so I, I totally agree that that's, that's right now priority number one for majority of people looking for jobs and working. Absolutely right. It was uh, when we were in the office before, I would notice my commute, right? even if it was 10, 15 minutes to, I think my longest was an hour and a half. That mm. that drive was my stress period where, okay, I know I can chill now. Yeah. Now, Jose, I'm in a similar situation to you. My desk is like five feet from my bed and I, I can roll out, check my email at three in the morning if I need to, which isn't always the best thing. <laughs> I My setup is literally right next to my bed as well. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's just this, this is your place. This is like, this is where you do everything. And I want it to be as close to me as possible. <laughs> I don't know, man, that stresses me out sometimes, right? Having my, my computer right next to my bed, I'm trying to fall asleep, but I'm thinking about, oh, did I respond to that email? Should I, should I should respond to that email and oh, getting goodness. out of bed? No, I'll leave it till tomorrow. I have no problem doing that. <laughs> Once the computer's on sleep for the day, I'm done. I don't turn it back on, but I don't put my computer on sleep until like 10 o'clock at night. So there's enough time. <laughs> See, I got a problem with notifications. I, I absolutely hate seeing notifications like the little uh, red bubble with the number or like just notifications in general. I feel like I'm, I owe that person a, a reply where I, I just don't like having notifications. So if I see one, I need to like take care of it, whether it's an email or a message or something. You're so nice. So I just need to like throw my phone away <laughs> after a certain <laughs> amount of time and just don't not look at it. Jose, you're like me. I, I hear my phone ding when I'm trying to fall asleep. I'm like, all right, wait, I'll check it real quick. I'll answer back, then I'll try to fall asleep again until it dings again. Yeah, and it's not it's not in the sense of like social media or anything mm -hmm. like that. I personally don't have any social media. It's just getting back to people that have reached out to me that's that's my biggest like i don't want to fail them you know even even if it's something like senseless if, even if it's just like a comment on on the podcast you know they send me a message like oh i like the podcast like i, I gotta reply like oh yeah thank you you know <laughs> it's a that work-life balance right being at home being remote helped in some ways but it makes it a lot harder in others right you're never disconnected anymore yeah that's there's true. no boundary but like for, for me, like whenever we're developers, I don't really mind, you know, being connected all the time, but there is those times where you're just like, okay, I've had enough of the computer. I need to go outside. Sometimes I don't want to go outside, but I do know I need it and that's okay. Jose has almost talked me into starting to run. So very close. Yeah, dude, I signed that. up. I signed up for a race. I'm running in nine days. Um, it's a 5k for... It's like a Texas, uh, like an organization that um, they have, I think, five or six races around Texas. Uh, and I signed up for the 5K and I'm running in nine days. Um, I've been kind of lazy the past couple of days and I haven't haven't run anything. But uh, ever since this pandemic, I started running and I started cycling. I got myself a bike um, and it's full of stickers. And that's what I do in my free time. I ride my bike, run, or watch The Blacklist on Netflix. Good. It's a right. The, the physical aspect of things, right? It's very easy to just stay indoors mm -hmm. right now in the last year and a half at this point. So, Adam, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'll hop on with Jose. I encourage you to start <laughs> running. Sign up for a 5K too. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll take it in small strides. I'll take it in small strides. Mm, but now we know what Jose does in his spare time. 
I, I beatbox, and I like listening to music. Himanshu, what do you do in your spare time whenever you're not with, uh, what is it, Centrius, or not with Minos Labs? What do you do outside of this and juggling as well? The majority of my time, right, is either spent going for hikes in the mornings, right, or runs. Like, I'm, I'm on that train with Jose, right? Oh, Running every morning is, that's what keeps me sane. Hmm. I might but try it. At, at this point, right, I think I, I started watching Suits for like the third time, but suits? the majority of my day is there. What is Suits? What show? Is that a show? Yeah, it's a show on, actually, I forget where it's on, but it's about, it's about like corporate lawyers in New York. Okay, okay. That sounds interesting. Ooh. Now, we had, I'm gonna go back. Now, we did see that you are currently working with Centrius as an advisor. Yeah, so Centrius, right, they're a private equity real estate firm. So the beginning of my career, right, we mm -hmm. started a, working with a group of students building real estate technology. Ooh. So at the time, right, it was a, not the best time to, to be building that, right? They got eaten out by, <laughs> by larger companies, that kind of thing. It just didn't make sense. Mm. But Centrius kind of formed out of there, right? The passion for real estate was both my years, my mentors, right? And co-founder, the group of students we were with. So it was the passion for real estate was there. So started Centrius as a, as a private equity firm investing in real estate, formalized that passion a little bit. Wow. You do do many things, Himanshu. It's very crazy. You do, um, you do a few things. It's a, it's a busy life, right? That's why when you said, <laughs> what do you do outside of work? I'm like, I don't really know how to answer this. Exactly. I've run a little bit, I guess. <laughs> now, we did also see that you're a part of like an Alpha Phi Omega. Were, were you in a frat when you were in college? I was, it was a professional frat. It was focused oh. on community service. Okay. Wait, so you didn't you didn't have like cool parties and stuff or yeah, we had we hung out together right it was a it was essentially just a, a at the end of the day right alpha phi omega apo it was just based on community service but mm -hmm. at the end of the day you become friends with everyone you're hanging out with there so it's not we would hang out together brat. kind of but the majority of the things we did together was okay let's go clean up the river or Aww. let's donate our time to this charity set up tabling to raise funds that kind of thing oh, so oh nice wow people. okay so you're yeah you're defying the odds of the stereotypical <laughs> frat house that's that's the that's the entire goal i never wanted to be called a frat boy and i stand by that that is beautiful <laughs> oh. well I so think that... oh sorry I, I wanted to ask one more question before adam uh before we end the episode um what does the future hold for, for Minos Labs? Where do you see it going um, from now on? I think I think the biggest thing is our original mission, the original goal, it stands. Right? Help as many people get into the field and get their first job as possible. I was talking to Meyer again, just this was I think like six months to a year ago. We set the goal for 2022. Goals to help at least 5,000 people get their first job in the, in the field. Mm -hmm. So it's... It's about expanding that number, right? Building that community, keeping in touch with our, our quote unquote grads as they go through their careers and they grow in their careers. It's just about it's just about expanding what we're already doing, right? Making it more streamlined and helping more people. Alrighty, well I'm gonna put you on the spot. How many people have you gotten through so far? About five hundred. 
500 and your goal is 5,000 by when? 5,000 by December 2022. Alrighty. Well, we're going to have you on on a future episode and we're going to ask you about the progress so that everybody that's listening can check in on you as well. Absolutely, right? It's a we set the goal high, but that, that was that was the point of it. If it was if it was easily obtainable, then it wouldn't really be goal. Alrighty. Well, I can't wait for Adam and I to, to start working with you guys uh, pretty soon. See how it goes and see how it ends up. Uh, thank you for coming through and talking to us for sharing this information. It was a pleasure to have you here. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, glad to be on. No problem, Manchu. I do thank everyone else for listening. This concludes this episode of the New Dev Talks podcast.